Hello and welcome back to The Indie, the podcast from the newsroom of the Santa Barbara Independent. I'm your host, Alexandra Goldberg, and on today's episode, we're taking a look at a $1.3 million program for summer school in the Santa Barbara Unified School District. Its goal is to aid elementary school students in reaching academic testing standards and to get secondary school students graduation and college and career ready. But first, I'm happy to announce the addition of a couple new voices to the Indie Pod. Four new reporters will be joining me on the show to bring you more stories from Santa Barbara. Here they are. Hello, my name is Daniel Wesias, UC Santa Barbara senior majoring in feminist studies and a self-described pop culture aficionado. I am a former news director of KCSB News and the current production coordinator at KCSB-FM 91.9. Here on the Indie Pod, I'm looking forward to bringing you the latest on culture, identity, and arts, all on the Central Coast. Until next time, take care, Santa Barbara. Hello, my name is Rebecca Fairweather, and I'm the newest intern here at the Santa Barbara Independent's weekly news podcast, The Indie. I'm a third-year political science student at UC Santa Barbara, hoping to make an impact on the world through journalism. Hello there. My name is Raymond Vasquez, and I am a senior economics and business student at Westmont College. I love all things entertainment and especially getting recommendations for new movies and shows. And I can't wait to dive into the indie as one of its newest interns. My name is Chiloé Spilias. I'm a student at the University of California pursuing a major in geography and a minor in journalism. I'm from Sun Valley, Idaho, but have spent a big portion of my life in Latin America. I'm so excited to be a reporter for the Indie Pod and work with this amazing team. Some of my interests include surfing, Latin American affairs, and conservation. I'm thrilled to expand the team and to continue to bring our listeners important and diverse stories in the community. Now for today's episode, the Indie is covering education. The Summer of Learning budget for 2023 is $1.3 million dollars which is nearly half as much from summer 2022, with a budget of about 2.6 million for elementary school. This was presented by Superintendent Stanley Monroe at a February District Board of Education meeting. The number of students invited to attend the program also shrunk considerably, with 952 students in summer 2022 to now a goal of enrolling 540 in 2023. Ed Zakelli, Chief Communications for the District, said the change allows teachers to focus on specific students for remediation, who were identified by admin. But Dr. Monroe said no student will be turned away for this year's program. Last year, the program showed significant strides for STAR testing at the elementary level. Data collected from the STAR testing in spring 2022 was compared to data collected from the summer program in 2022 from grades 3 to 5 at the schools Adams, Franklin, McKinley, and SBCA. The number of students who met the reading requirement went from 6% to 12%, and the number of students who exceeded the early literacy requirement went from 8% to 22%. For math, the number of students who exceeded and met the math requirement remained the same, 
but 7% of students were able to move from the not met category to the nearly met category with the Summer of Learning program. For secondary school, Superintendent Lynn Sheffield presented at the school board meeting that the Summer of Learning is for middle and high school students to be college and career ready, or for those to make up units from a slip during the school year. I had Dr. Monroe and Dr. Sheffield on the Indie Pod today to chat about this educational opportunity for local Santa Barbara students. I am Dr. Lynn Sheffield. I am the Assistant Superintendent of Secondary Education in Santa Barbara Unified School District. And good morning. My name is Dr. Stanley Monroe, Assistant Superintendent for Elementary Education for Santa Barbara Unified School District. Thank you again for coming on the show today. I'm really excited to cover the district and talk about some initiatives in Santa Barbara education as we start up to to wrap up the school year and think about summer programs. So let's start off with that. The Summer of Learning program is a $1.3 million project to provide learning enrichment for students grades K through five, and then also a program for juniors in high school. Can you talk about why this is being planned for summer and why it's important? The goal really is we want to fill persistent gaps in math and reading and really work on the foundational skills such as phonemic awareness, phonics, writing, high frequency words. So we want to make sure that uh, school ends with our regular school year, that we continue the progress, the momentum, and really hone in on those students that we identify as a school site that where the administration and the teachers, those that are that spend the most amount of time with the students, um, that they will uh, be able to identify those students that they see that needs additional support. And again, continue that momentum um, through the summer so that when we get back in, in uh, August, that we are ready um, to hit the ground and make sure that we have not lost those critical touch points, especially over the summer. Yes, as I speak for secondary, again, we want to look at our students that need some additional support in English and math. But in the secondary space, it's traditional that summer school is held, and it's held primarily for students that need that support to gain credits for graduation requirements, as well as attaining the courses for college and career preparedness in particular being A to G prepared. A to G is the requirement to go to a Cal State University or a uh, University of California. And there are certain requirements that they need to uh, make sure they get a C or better in these courses. So we offer summer school number one for students to attain the skills and get the proper grade and credits for graduation and then to get the grade and credits to be college and career prepared. Right. Thank you so much for that information. And I understand from last year's data presented at the school board meeting that students who tested as not met or narrowly met in star testing in the elementary level made really good progress with the post-testing scores at the end of the program. Dr. Monroe, could you talk about how this data made you feel and um, the progress that you you saw in the children from last summer? Well, there were pockets where we were able to see gains. Um, and that's really what spurs us on to say, 
you know, let's continue this momentum. There is a purpose. There is a reason to have summer school again this year. Um, we want to, again, like I said, make sure that our students that uh, we identify as needing those additional supports, that we make sure that we provide it to them and that we have in English and math, that we provide them with what they need to be successful. Because we don't want where, where we don't have a touch point for about eight weeks, what's going to happen then when they get back in August. So we want to ensure that they have those supports ongoing as the school year ends through the summer. And then we meet back with them in August to continue the uh, supports. Absolutely. That makes sense. Thank you. And and this next question is for the both of you. I wanted to hone in the conversation into talking about patterns. And aside from the progress made in the summer program, have you noticed any patterns since the pandemic where students lost educational opportunities and now maybe feel behind? We hone in on our students here in Santa Barbara Unified. Our effort um, has always been to make sure that they are getting the credits that they need, not only to be high school graduates, but to be college and career prepared. And we're doing our best to keep them in that path. In regards to patterns, I don't necessarily see any different patterns than previously, but we're doing our best to keep our students on top of things and progressing forward. Um, with respect to elementary, we are diligently, our staff you know, they're diligently working to address where our students need additional support. And um, summer school is an extension of that. Um, with respect to COVID, I don't have any particular data to point to in terms of learning loss or what the drop-off would be. But we do know that we're meeting our students where they're at and then making sure that they have the right supports in order to uh, realize the student achievement. Could you talk to me about what the $1.3 million budget is going towards, specifically uh, breakdowns? Sure. So we're looking at, um, one, the staffing, transportation, also the after-school programming with the camp portion, whether it's the athletics, other educational opportunities for our students, whether it's visiting the Moxie, other museums. That's the bulk of funding for summer school, but it is quite extensive for our students um, to make sure that they have an enjoyable experience. It's the right thing to do for our students. Um, the money is well spent, and we are very careful in how we are going about and spending that money. Um, like we said, that this is a very tailored um, approach where it's very intimate. We're really targeting um, specific students, and there'll be three schools It'll be happening at Franklin, Monroe, and McKinley, and all the other elementary schools will feed into those schools. So, for example, Roosevelt and Cleveland will feed into Franklin. Adams and Washington will feed into Monroe and SBCA. Santa Barbara Community Academy and Harding will feed into McKinley. And there'll be 180 students per school for a total of 540 students. So it is very targeted approach that we're taking. Per grade level, we're looking at two teachers per grade level. So for every school, we'll be having 12 teachers per school for a total of 36 teachers. And then also every classroom will have the equivalent of an aide with the teacher. 
And then we'll also have three STEM teachers. So that's one um, science teacher or STEAM teacher per school, as well as three um, newcomer teachers. So that's one newcomer teacher per school. So there'll be a push-in, pull-out model where there'll be a rotation um, working with those students in small groups. So that's where the bulk of the money would go. I see. Thank you. And another quick clarifying question, how will you ensure that all the students who need the assistance from the program will be contacted and signed up for this summer of learning? Thank you for that. So what's going to happen, the principals and their teams, their teachers, um, along with the parents, because it's a collaborative approach, um, will be identifying what students are best for the program, who needs this. Um, so then once they identify those students, um, looking at their academic performance, and then communicating with the parents and seeing if they're interested in putting them in the summer of learning program, then we will contact and make official announcements to those families, letting them know that your child has been identified. And if the parents are in favor, then we'll create those rosters based on all the parents agreeing to accept those slots. And then there's also additional slots that we will have. So we're essentially not turning anyone away, but definitely they're identified. And those are the students that we're really focusing on. But if a student showed up, uh, we're not turning them away. But um, like I said, per school, there's 180 students, and that is our focus. And then every principal has already been told, plan on having an additional five to 10 students because it's summer, parents already have plans. So if some students turn down the opportunity, we already have students that will be able to accept those open slots. In the secondary schools, we definitely utilize our our. Um, different grading periods that we offer our students. Um, and we are running a variety of queries and identifying students that may not have received a passing grade in, in major classes such as English and math, as well as a few of the other core content areas, which may include their social studies class or physical education. And so we take those queries, we take teacher recommendations, and um, we look at the great reports and transcripts to identify any student that needs to make up credits. We are offering it at all high schools, and then we are providing a couple of different opportunities. So students have the opportunity to make up uh, more than one class at a time, and we provide that opportunity and put it at different times of the day for them to participate. We will be having students come in and meeting with counseling staff, as well as um, our administration, and then taking those teacher recommendations. And then if a student or parent, because uh, we offer summer school, traditionally in all high schools, if a student or parent um, has seen our advertisement that we'll be using through social media or district website or site websites, they're always more than welcome to get signed up to participate. And what else is going on in the district that listeners might want to know about Santa Barbara education? Well, in elementary, um, the big um, initiative is our curriculum adoption, K-6 in ELA, focusing on reading and writing. And again, making sure that we are providing our students with those foundational skills. And really, we want to make sure also that our um, staff 
um, our literacy and language experts. And that's why we've been investing heavily in our training for our staff. And not only is it the curriculum adoption, but also making sure that they have um, the supports around the teaching of reading where they're doing working through every school, elementary, um, the teaching reading playbook by uh, Nancy uh, Fry and Doug Fisher. In secondary education, we are definitely focusing on being college and career prepared. That's one of our main goals for the district. And we are seeing a, a variety of things to make that happen for our students in different ways. So we have a dual enrollment program that we work collaboratively with, with Santa Barbara Community College, and we're continuously building the number of courses our students can take to make their their programs more exciting, to be more prepared, and to actually gain access to uh, college curriculum. At the high schools, we're building a variety of different career technical education pathways, as well as academies. And so within each of our high schools, we have at least two to three academies. And these are pathways that our students can choose to not only be uh, college prepared, but to identify a specific pathway to what they want to do once they graduate from high school, always implementing a variety of different courses. Another focus is ensuring um, we provide equity and opportunity and access for all of our students. And so we are doing that in the secondary space with our universal access classes. And so ensuring that we have our classes that have a variety of students in them, they're not identified in a special way as being honors or college prep but all students within a class have the opportunity to interact with each other and have access to a high level curriculum. Great. Thank you so much. And before we wrap up the conversation, I would love to hear about your main goals and objectives moving forward, not only with the summer of learning program, but also within the district at large. Well, for elementary, um, main goal obviously is always at the center of student achievement. That process starts as one of our big initiatives with the curriculum adoption. And um, we're working through that process. And that will be the main goal for next year, making sure that it's a smooth process, a smooth rollout, that the teachers have the professional development that they need in order to enact the new um, curriculum, as well as making sure that the students are successful as it's being taught to them. So that's our big um, initiative. One of our other ones, obviously, in terms of our investment um, to ensure the success of our teachers and our students is the letters, the uh, language essentials for teaching of reading and spelling that we've been investing heavily in, where we have a cohort of approximately 40 staff that have been working through that. So that's another goal and completing that next year, June of 2024. They're in the first year, the first cohort. Um, so that's another big initiative of ours. I'd like to say, you know, as a district, we are using, and you'll notice in some of our presentations, we talk about the multi-tiered systems of support, NTSS. And that way we are looking at linking initiatives, using data to guide our decisions 
in ensuring that we are taking all of our students to be college and career prepared. And that's a K-12 process. So I speak to it in a secondary sense, but we need to start talking to our students in regards to being college and career prepared right at the beginning of their educational journey. And so that is a big initiative and we are making sure that we are working together to bring our initiatives together and make sure we're making the best decisions moving forward. In the secondary space, being college and career prepared, building opportunities for our students, putting those opportunities within our schools, and providing equitable access for all students. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dr. Monroe and Dr. Sheffield. Before we wrap up the conversation, is there anything else you would like to add that you think listeners should know? I'd just like to thank you for the opportunity to share our perspective. I think that we're doing great things. I want the listeners to look out. Um, We have a variety of amazing things happening at our campuses. Thank you. And um, Alexandra, thank you for this opportunity. And um, just want to, again, just highlight um, the great work that is going on, that it's always student-centered and making sure that um, we're addressing the needs of our students and our staff. You know, like I said, great things are happening. We're moving forward as a district to ensure that we're meeting the needs of our students and our staff. So thank you. Thank you so much. From the newsroom of the Santa Barbara Independent, you're listening to The Indie. I'm your host, Alexandra Goldberg, and we'll see you next time.